Welcome, Gasheads, to this GasCast Scout Report episode for Saturday's game against Rochdale at the Crown Oil Arena. I'm your host, Tom Metcalf, and I'm pleased to say I'm joined by Dean from RochdaleAFC.com. Welcome, Dean. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all, mate. Thanks. Um, Rovers come into this game off the back of a 3-1 loss against Hull on Tuesday night at the Mem. Despite going 1-0 up after all of two minutes through James Daly, Rovers conceded three in the second half. Unusually, all three players who come on in a triple substitution got on the score sheet. Uh, This included former Rovers man Tom Eaves. Uh, Rochdale, on the other hand, battled back twice to secure a two-all draw with Sunderland on Tuesday night at home. Both goals coming from the returning Matty Lund. Um, What did you make of Tuesday's game, Dean? Yeah, very good. Um... We've we've not beaten Sunderland before. Well, obviously we didn't beat them on Tuesday, but it kind of felt like we did, to be honest. Um, we, we the last couple of times we played them, we've lost sort of narrowly and, and played really well. And it was really encouraging to see that we've sort of progressed from those those couple of games. And even though Sunderland are the sort of team we usually struggle against, we struggle against the better sides in the league, especially ones that are quite physical. Obviously, they've got Charlie White up front, who's who's arguably the best target man in the league at the minute. Um, to 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 like, even though we conceded a goal to him, to defending the way we did uh, and to manage to get two goals and not sort of will as we have done against some of the other better teams in the league is really encouraging, especially on the back of a couple of other good results as well. Yeah, you've had a pretty pretty decent start to the season. Um, I wanted to ask you about your kind of style of play. You're deploying a four-five-one uh, this season. What how's that been been working out? And what kind of teams do you tend to struggle against in that system yeah to be honest it's always been really flexible under Barry Murphy he's always been he's always sort of changed systems within games Um, so it's a 4-5-1 sometimes uh, Alex Newby who plays as one of the wider players will move up front alongside Beasley and and it'll turn into a bit of a 4-4-2 with a diamond Um, the teams that we struggle against are the teams that we've always struggled against which is the more physical teams in the league but in terms of the way we're trying to play, it's definitely changed this season. Um, last season, obviously, I think we, we made the headlines with a lot of our sort of passing out from the back and possession-based style. And it, it's still there to some extent, but we're not as reliant on it as we were last season. Um, we are willing to mix things up a bit. Beasley, who's coming from Solio Moors, is a, a big, strong centre-forward. And we've got Stephen Humphreys, who's coming from South End, but hasn't played much yet due to injury. Um, but I think that, I think that speaks to the way that we're trying to play now, which is a little bit more progressive, a little bit more trying to get up the pitch a little bit quickly, um, not uh, not relying on on playing out from the back all the time and, and having those sort of four central midfielders as it turns into when we've got the diamond, it gives those defenders a few more options to play out from the back if that's something that we that we tend to do. So, yeah, it's flexible. Um, a lot of the midfield players will move around. You'll even see... Uh, if, if Aaron Morley starts, then he'll sort of drop into like a quarterback role between the centre halves, or even in at fullback sometimes, and try and play the long balls forward, which he's really good at. Uh, and Jimmy Ryan also sometimes does that. So yeah, it, it changes around a lot every game. But one thing that we we do struggle with is balls into the box and set pieces, and, and that's been the case since since even before Brian Barry Murphy came in, which was nearly two years ago now. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that your manager's called Brian Barry Murphy. I just, I don't know what it is about that name. It just makes me laugh every time I hear it. Um, <laughs> I mean, for Rovers, we've we have scored a few from um, set pieces this season. It, it seems that it's something that we've definitely 
upped our game on under um, under Ben Garner. Um, what what are the strengths of the the system that you're playing? Then who do you tend to get results against? Um, well, last season we basically only got results against the other teams towards the bottom of the table. Um, I think I think there was only one team outside of the bottom seven or eight that we actually beat last season at any point. So I think that, that says a lot about the way that we played last season in terms of we were good enough to play that possession-based style against teams that didn't have as much quality or, or maybe the same amount of quality, but we weren't good enough to do it against teams that, were, that had better individuals in their teams. Um, this time around, we do seem to be a little bit more resilient in terms of when we get ahead, we can hold on to a lead, as we've done in the last couple of away games against uh, against Shrewsbury and Burton and Albion. Um, to be honest, it's hard to tell, isn't it? It's early on, it's early doors, so it's difficult to tell sort of which which teams we're gonna we're gonna play our best football against. Um, but what what I said, like I said, what was encouraging about Tuesday is it's a sort of game that I never really go into with a lot of faith um, because because Sunderland have obviously got so much quality and, and they're a physical side as well so, so, so to get a point from that I think is maybe um, maybe indicative that we, we're going in the right direction Yeah, I wanted to um, ask you about our, uh, a few players but first I wanted to ask you about Ian Henderson who you lost in the summer um, whenever uh, how many years you've been at Rochdale like seven yeah seven seasons and yeah whenever I think of Rochdale I think of Henderson and it didn't help that last season when we we played away he was the player to score against us he's moved to Salford City um I'm assuming it's purely for money um well it, it there was a big fallout between both Henderson and the club as a result of, of him leaving uh he took to Instagram Facebook everything to to sort of uh, to sort of dig the club out and say that they'd um offered him a contract which he had rejected at the time but then wanted to have it back and it was a big fallout I think basically um, I think Henderson thought that the the offer that was on the table before Covid uh, was still was still available afterwards and, and the club said look this isn't this isn't feasible um, from what I've heard obviously this is there's nothing there's nothing <laughs> there's no uh, there's no like factual evidence towards this or anything but from what I've heard the offer that we that we sent him um was was beyond anything else that any player at Dale would ever have had before or after, and it wasn't enough for him to sign at the time. So obviously, with COVID then then sort of happening, it, it was never going to happen. And, and obviously, Salford can spend that sort of money, um, which we can't. So um, in terms of how much we've actually missed him, it's it's not been that much. Uh, the goals that he scores are obviously always going to be missed, but. I think what we we said on the, on our podcast was uh, to have a player like Henderson that, that sort of embodied the club so much. You had to play to his, his strengths, and that's perhaps why we had that sort of possession based style for so long. And now um, it, it's allowed a few other players to sort of come out, not come out of the woodwork, but maybe take on a little bit more responsibility. And it has allowed us to switch up the way we're playing. And it, in the long term, it it might it might be a good thing that Henderson left. And that's a really strange thing to say because he's the second highest scorer in the history of the club. He, he is a legend, like, regardless of the way that he left, he, he'll always be a Dale legend. But maybe it was, in hindsight, you know, maybe it was the right time for him to go. Yeah, looking at uh, the players that you've got in the summer, the big one, the standout one, who scored two on Tuesday night, Matty Lund returning. Um, how have you managed to... Uh... 
it's a bit of a coup, I think. Yeah, getting him back was absolutely massive. Um, he was a huge part of the promotion that we had like seven or eight years ago. Um, and obviously, he's had injuries issues all the way through his career, but he, he has everything that you would want from a midfielder at our level. He's box to box, he puts tackles in, he can play the ball brilliantly, he rarely loses it. And as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, he can sort of chip in with goals that maybe other players would struggle with. Um, he keeps finding space in the box. and he It's not something that you would say stands out about him, but he's hes ended up being a real aerial threat as well. Like He, he seems to be the player that we're aiming for from goal kicks and, and long balls out of defence at the minute. And we saw it with the assist that he got against Shrewsbury. Uh, last week, and then and then obviously he's popped up in the box, found a bit of space, and grabbed a couple of goals against Sunderland on Tuesday as well. So like, everyone was everyone was over the moon when Lund came back, even though it didn't seem like he was the the player we needed desperately at the time. Um, I don't think you can ever sort of turn your nose up at a player of that much quality, and he's he's showing it so far this season. And that's that's brilliant to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another standout performer from the stats has been Oliver Rathbone out on the left. What can you tell me about him? Yeah, yeah, he's been a sort of a stalwart for us over the last few years, really. Um, loads of energy uh, up and down. He, he sort of drifts into different positions. He'll play out on the left. He'll play just behind the striker. He, he can sit a bit deeper. Sometimes guilty of overplaying. Uh, sometimes he'll, he'll wait a little bit too long to try and find a pass and he'll find himself being crowded out in the field. But yeah, 150 appearances for him at Dale now. And yeah. And, um, I don't think anyone really expected him to become as key a player as he has become. Um, but <laughs> despite those sort of drops of form and those little bits of sort of, there was a start of this season, a few games where he just didn't quite look at the races. Um, and he was on, he was, he came in for a couple of bids, um, Hull were interested in him. And I think everyone was thinking maybe, you know, maybe it's, it's affected his game a little bit, that interest from, from elsewhere. But, on Tuesday especially, he was fantastic and we saw that, that real energy and drive that's made him probably one of our better players over the last few years. Yeah, I mean, he sounds fantastic. Um, looking ahead to Saturday, um, could I trouble you for a score prediction? Um, well, I'm feeling confident at the minute after the last few games, so uh, it's not often that I get to predict Dale wins, to be honest with you, so I'm just going to go with, I think I'll go with another narrow Dale win. I'll go 1-0. Well, now, all right, fair. Um, yeah, from my perspective, we've we've had quite a few games where we've we've gone up one 0 up early in games and then kind of attempted to to hold on. Um, so I think we'll score. I think we've we've had a pretty good goal scoring record, but I think I think a draw maybe. I'm gonna go. If you're pretty confident in your score, I think a one or I think that sounds about right to me. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. To be fair. <laughs> Some of the players that you signed in the summer were really eye-catching. Um, I think Oz Tuma is one of the better players that I've seen in the lower league. So, I mean, that on paper, that looks like a fantastic signing. But obviously, he struggled a little bit, didn't he, at Bolton, I think it was. And then he struggled at, at Charlton. But, yeah, players like him and um, Max Hamer, was it, from Gillingham mm. that you signed as well? Like, on paper, they look like brilliant signings. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be a good game, I think. Yeah, um, at the moment you are 14th after playing all of your games, all nine games. Um, do you think, given the start, do you think that's a realistic You finish around mid-table or are you still kind of looking behind you? Like, no disrespect, but normally for Dale, it's, you're looking the other way, other end of the table kind of thing. 
Yeah, well, we were odds on from relegation before the season started, which which like tells you the sort of not only the fact that we've lost Henderson, lost Camps, and probably are going to struggle financially compared to a lot of clubs in in our league as well. Uh, it shows you sort of how much we've struggled in the last few years. But I, I've always had faith in Barry Murphy. Um, I've always had faith in the way that he's tried to tried to get players playing sort of above themselves. Um, there will definitely be like a loss of form at some point. There will definitely be struggles coming ahead. So I think, if I'm honest, if you offered me 14 for the end of the season, I'd snap your hand off now, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, that's absolutely fair enough. Um, well, I think that's pretty much all we've got time for tonight. Thank you very much for your time, Dean. And thank you to Gassards for listening. Uh, a special thanks to everyone who has left us a review on iTunes. Um, we get email alerts, so we read absolutely everyone. And a five-star review obviously means a massive amount to us. Um, All that's left for me to say is up the gas. Mm